what is one sport which means a lot to you formula 1 oh man i mean meant a lot to you <laughs> meant a lot always it used to be cricket right it used to be the same for me because i've bunked a lot of classes and uh, while growing up uh, i used to play cricket almost like every day in school or uh, with my friends it used to play a major part in our life yeah i remember when uh, matches used to happen on television right we used to leave everything apart used to leave everything behind and just go and sit and watch the match morning till evening or whatever the schedule was supposed to be um and we used to be so excited that we were totally you know immersed in the game and we used to feel the tension more than the players actually and it used to be an amazing time some really good cricketers and you know it, it was a part of our life actually once you reach school you keep discussing you keep discussing about yesterday's game and all that stuff it was interesting yeah i can assure you that uh, when you said you know we were more uh, tense than the players i can assure you that it was actually true <laughs> because the thing we, which we are going to talk about in this episode is regarding that Welcome to another episode of Right Train Geek Show. This is your host Vishnu and Shankar. And uh, in this episode we're going to talk about sports, especially cricket and uh, the match fixing scandal which unfolded. I remember this time when cricket used to be like a religion for us, even us in India it's still a religion kind of a thing, but for it was so important even for us uh, that we used to leave everything up behind and then you know just just watch cricket every day whenever the match used to happen day night whatever it is so it it was like our life used to revolve around cricket matches and stuff but for me it came to an end after that match fi- fixing scandal happened after that i just lost interest because like many other indians and many other cricket lovers around the world we all felt betrayed right yes and it was something that was really disappointing because for many decades people are people were watching cricket and including ourselves and we felt the pain when india lost a game and we felt the joy when india won a game and to un- to get to know that you know few of the games were fixed and it was just a just like a drama unfolding in front of our eyes where these guys were just actors playing their part and they already knew what is the out- outcome going to be it was like really gut wrenching it it was painful in fact so i think after 2003 world cup is when i started losing my interest in cricket i don't remember sitting and watching one entire game after that and these days i don't to be very frank i used to be a die hard cricket fan but these days i don't even know the team members in our uh, indian indian team i know that virat kohli is the captain isn't it yeah Yeah, he is the captain. I know Dhoni is the wicket keeper. Yeah, <laughs> I know Suresh Raina is. He is not playing that much. He is an on and off. See, I I have no idea about it. Dhoni too. Sometimes you know. Uh, yeah, I used to watch few matches when Dhoni came initially because he used to hit a lot. He was like he used to hit hit a lot of sixes and you know he was he was a very excellent batsman. Right, those days he was a star batsman. that that was the last time i used to watch cricket then again the problem was this 2020 came in so it completely changed the way you watch cricket you know you need just 3 hours and the entire game is over right yeah. so the kind of people we are at this stage we are we have very short attention span right so 
T20 is a kind of cricket which suits uh, a lot of people like me where you can just sit for 3 hours and finish it off that kind of put a different um, you know expectation from the entire uh, sport so sitting and watching 50 over matches become like a difficult thing now test matches though even you know it's even more painful so i don't know slowly i started losing interest even in t20 and i i don't even watch one single match these days yeah okay so i'll i'll go back a little bit like during the 90s i remember being you know pretty sad when india used to lose them lose a match or something because i was like so much into the game i used to have a bat in my hand praying that uh, you know wickets will tumble when the other, uh, other team is batting or like we will hit sixes when uh, we are batting and uh, yeah when the match fixing scandal happened it it all crumbled you know because we got to know that what we are seeing is something which is scripted but we got a bit of interest when uh, ganguly became the captain and uh, the 2003 world cup happened yes even dhoni's captaincy there were like lot of ups especially the 2007 uh, t20 world cup and uh, 2011 world cup so but the thing was uh, after the 2020 the match fixing scandal and the 2020 leak uh, came up the interest started decreasing because uh, the 2020 it's a game which is purely based on entertainment and we still don't know like how many of the matches are scripted or what not who knows and uh, it 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 became a money game but back then uh, in the 90s and early 2000 it was all about you know the patriotism which we have for the country you know it was more like fighting a war with the other country when uh, cricket was happening so this 2000 uh, match fixing scandal actually ruined everything for us and uh, so this episode we're going to talk a lot more about that because uh even now i think most of indians don't know what really happened mm. during that whole era of fixing yeah, inc- allegations and all the stuff that happened behind the screen yeah including myself because vaguely i knew that you know there were few players involved like azruddin and jadeja and all of them but um, didn't really maybe i don't re- didn't remember how the events actually unfolded uh, because those days it was big news uh, it was back in 2000 i think yeah or it's been almost 18 years now but i i kind of forgot or i don't remember most of the stuff so when i went back and did you know some research on this thing that's when real i realized there's a whole you know list of events that led to police uh, you know tracing these match fixers and then uh, they being convicted and all that kind of things so yeah i think this will be uh, you know a place where you will get more, more of the information regarding this thing and uh, taking a look into this uh, first of all i'd like to uh, talk about the players who were involved the major the, the kingpin was obviously mohammad asaruddin and then we have uh, manoj prabhakar ajay jadeja ajay sharma and there was this uh, physiotherapist named uh, ali irani who was also found guilty of uh, you know having connections with the book bookmakers and uh, the fixing people basically and uh, even nayan mongia nayan mongia also it's it seems that uh, he had fixed a lot of games but there was not not like conclusive evidence when it ca- came to uh, mongia so all this allegation started coming up when uh, manoj prabhakar wrote an article in 1997 saying that uh, during a match in 1994 he was approached by uh, a player i mean a former player or like someone related to cricket and was offered 25 lakhs uh, indian, rupees. indian rupees yeah uh, to fix the match and play badly 
so when he wrote this article it was not known he had na- not named like who the person was who offered him the money so that's when the investigation you know kind of like started because uh, the people and uh, you know government wanted to know like who is behind this thing but it did not reach the intensity until the south africa versus india uh, series happened I, i don't know if you remember that series but i remember it vividly because there were like two test matches which i think the series india lost but the one day matches one day series india won so what happened was like first two games india won the third game south africa won and the fourth game also india won and the last game south africa won so it was one of the series in which india dominated against the mighty south africans so even i used to wonder how did we win the match because i was like so happy but i was like 9 years old even then i was wondering how we won the match and uh, after the series uh, it was around like uh, april 2000 uh, the delhi police they were like tapping the phone connections in taj in delhi and uh, they tapped it just for the reason that there was a businessman who had a life threat against him for some reason so they uh, while tapping all these calls they tapped accidentally tapped the calls a call of uh, Hansi Kroni who was talking to this businessman Sanjay Chawla who is also a bookmaker so in that conversation they got to know that there were like some fixing thing happening you know uh, they had actually planned to like uh, get in involved three other uh, south african players and fix one of the matches so uh, in april 2000 the delhi police released a statement saying that uh, hansi kroni is involved in a match fixing scandal and they're going to investigate on that but the south african board was furious and even hansi kronier was furious and they 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 got back saying that it's not true it's it's all just allegations which which does not have any basis like a foundation and uh, they hit back with that but april 11th which was like 4 days later south african board uh, they uh, put down hansi kronier from captaincy saying that he was actually involved in a match fixing thing but it was not as uh, you know uh, as the delhi police speculated it was all about information sharing you yeah know? It, they didn't say he was involved in match fixing they just said that he has shared information regarding uh, i think the weather and something like that pitch report and weather yeah but which was not considered and they said that he has not gained any financial uh, anything financially by giving those uh, reports and stuff also you know they they had a problem with delhi police tapping the phone connections as well so they had questioned that as well uh, while they were kind of you know uh, disputing the fact that kronia uh, had fixed the match okay so uh, once the south african board uh, put down hansi kronia as the captain from the captaincy position it was evident that something was going on later on the delhi police they started investigating on indian players too because this thing is happening in india right so they had this hunch that more uh, like you know indian players might also be uh, connected to the uh, these uh, match fixing scandals so they uh, even questioned um, umpires like rudy curtson i am pretty sure you remember who rudy curtson was mm. and one more umpire called cyril um, michley so they both uh, they both told the police that you know actually they were approached by some bookie saying that to uh, you know influence the results of matches and uh, for monetary uh, gains but they had actually uh, turned down the offers and you know so on april 28th uh, the indian government wanting to know what's happening behind the screen they uh, submitted the case to uh, the cbi 
and uh, they started in- investigating further and they dug up evidence that indian players were all, all also involved in the uh, fixing scandal and uh, they got to know that the other players involved in the scandal from south africa were uh, herschel gibbs uh nikki boy but uh, nikki boy the allegations proved to be wrong and uh, henry williams a fast bowler and uh, another player called uh, peter stridum i might be butchering the peter name stridum yeah. yeah peter stridum okay you remember him yeah i don't okay. i mean these guys were the these were guys were in the team when i used to watch cricket so i, oh. I that is that so those are the people i still remember i don't remember <laughs> the ones that came after that if you ask me who is the captain of uh, south africa now i have no idea it's a new guy i but think I, like 24 i, I remember a lot of old ones like of course kluzner and alan donald matt boucher uh, boucher yes and there was one guy called brand macmillan he had a very long chin and all that more than the game in 2000 which you mentioned india versus south africa i remember the game which happened i think in 1992 you were too small to watch cricket that time I, i that was the first cricket series that i ever watched in my life uh india was completely thrashed by south africa um sachin was still a beginner guy i mean he was still a kid that 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 time right i still remember how pathetic our batting was i used to sit and watch those games that was the first time i started watching cricket i think it would have been after the 92 world cup otherwise i would have remembered 92 world cup which i don't remember okay 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 yeah uh, back then they were mighty so that's what i was saying you know i was like surprised when india won the series so these uh, four players were said to be uh, involved with hansi kronie then later on uh, herschel gibbs he confessed so the 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 allegations against them was that uh, herschel gibbs and uh, henry williams were asked to underperform and uh, herschel gibbs was sub- supposed to like score under 20 runs and then henry williams was supposed to give away more than 50 runs in during his you know like 10 over quota but somehow herschel gibbs forgot about the bet he was supposed to re- receive 15000 dollars both were supposed to receive 15000 dollars each and <laughs> herschel gibbs somehow uh, forgot about the pact and he went on to score 74 <laughs> and they scored 320 around 320 i have the scoreboard i'll link it in the show notes so he scored uh, they scored around 320 and while bowling Henry Williams he got injured during the second <laughs> over and he was he bowled only 1.5 overs so did i'm sure that they didn't receive the money yeah, after they didn't that. get paid and uh, allegedly uh, hansi crony was supposed to receive more than $100,000 for that match if, mm. if it had gone to plan mm-hmm. okay so obviously yeah that went down and uh, he made a claim uh, like hansi crony made a claim uh, to the uh, delhi police saying that you know he had only uh, did the weather report and all those kind of fixing but not like a major match fixing south africa they uh, formed a commission called the king commission to investigate into it and they uh, cracked into herschel gibbs you know he finally made a confession that you know uh, this had happened so the whole foundation of uh, what hansi crony said fell apart and mm-hmm. even the funniest part was before fixing he had plans to involve the whole south african team in the fixing scandal so he had called uh, boucher kluzner callis another great player and they got uh, they they were in a room and hansi crony he told them you know like we have this uh, offer here you know if we like fix it we'll get paid and so they thought like it's a, it's a joke they actually thought it's a joke <laughs> so boucher and kluzner boucher kluzner and callis said you know 
uh, yeah are you serious this is not going to happen and they they went off and they didn't uh, yeah because you know. i think for them the the game was much about than what whatever you get paid doing all these nonsense kind of things right yeah they wouldn't even consider doing that even if they get get paid for it hmm. so yeah when uh, this investigation was happening cluzner and uh, boucher they gave their testimony saying that you know we had actually been approached by hansi kroni and uh, at that same time uh, callis corroborated with them saying that it's true that this thing happened and after that uh, hershel gibbs gave his confession and the whole thing fell apart hansi kroney's whole uh, story so on june 23rd hansi kroney uh, gave his confession to the king commission saying that you know i agree to all the allegations put forth and i am guilty of what has happened and in that confession he also said that uh, the person who introduced him to the bookie mukesh gupta was actually mohammad azruddin mm. and this had happened way back in 1996 i remember seeing that scene in that movie they made about azruddin so cricket board telling him that you know hansi kronia has revealed that you are the one who introduced everybody to the bookie okay he denies it obviously seriously <laughs> they have made him like larger than life uh, i didn't watch the entire movie yeah. because i was i was done watching that dhoni movie itself so i didn't yeah. want another cricket movie based on some guy we'll get into the movie part because we have to talk a little bit about it because hansi kroney he died and these guys are still you know here uh, being mm. mps and you know commentators and all that so we'll yeah. get back to that so hansi kroney said that azruddin is the one who introduced him to the bookie in 1996 and uh, he actually uh, gave an offer to kroney during the kanpur test in 1996 so south africa was asked to like lo- lose their rest of their wickets and uh, lose to india so hansi kroney was asked to tell the rest of the players to lose their wickets and he was offered around 30000 but the funny part was the during the final day already five batsmen were out and even uh, hansi kronie was out so what kronie did was he didn't tell anyone it was supposed to happen and they they uh, you know mm. became all out and he got the money for, so for not doing anything he got paid so he's not spoken to the players about it but he just got the money out of luck yeah 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 so that's what happened during the uh, 96 kanpur uh, test so it is said that the fixing thing happened a long time before the 2000 scandal uh, happened mm-hmm. so uh, even kepler vessels in one of the interviews uh, this happened in 2013 i think in the interview uh, which was uh, which he gave uh, he said that he was the captain before hansi kronie of south african team and when uh, hansi kronie took over the captaincy in the first uh, series it was against uh, i think uh, pakistan and australia okay so in a match with uh, against pakistan uh, they were in a position like 120 for 2 or 120 for 4 or something and they had to like score mo- uh, probably around like 100 runs and they they formed a huddle when one uh, wicket fell and hansi kronie told them you know uh, they'll all get out don't worry about it this match is ours so kepler was like you know why is he saying that there was something odd about it so he feels that uh, during 94 itself the fixing thing was happening mm. and uh, there were like lot of you know a lot of uh, documentaries which states that uh, in indian cricket the fixing thing had started even when sunil gavaskar was playing 80s yeah 70s 70s, 70s. yeah so back then it was more about you know fixing the toss 
you know they'll be like the bookers will be like you know this uh, country will win the toss or the, the other country will win the toss so these uh, bookies will give money to the captains and all that and they'll fix the toss even But if it's like tail or something if the other person is has said head they'll be like you know it's head you won the toss wow yeah and i don't think there was a cameraman next to them at that no, time right 70s, so they weren't like no cameras so i think what that. they do is they'll just toss the coin and when it Whatever falls they'll it immediately pick up saying that okay you have won the toss yeah right? so that's what they used to do so fixing started like that and during like the couple day where i and all that it started you know uh, going over uh, then uh, the toss and all that and during the 2009 late 90s and 2000 it turned into something so big as as you see it now and yeah so that was the first game uh, set to be fixed by hansi krone he didn't actually fix it but he fixed it <laughs> he got paid for that and uh, when this whole scenario with delhi police was happening and the, when the cbi was involved there was this another interesting test match which was probed into investigated into which happened in uh, january 2000 it was uh, it was south africa against england in centurion so what happened was 3 days or 4 days of the match was marred by rain so uh, there was this uh, bookie called mark anstrom who came to crony and said that you know if you can get a result out of this test match i'll pay like 5 lakh rands or something i'm not sure about the uh, how the price to one of your favorite charity okay and you'll get paid like 30000 or $50000 so cronier said okay wait he had actually messaged cronier he said you know i'm working on it i'll get back to you then later on he got a message saying that the game is on what happened over there was uh, cronier went and talked to alex stewart mm-hmm. saying that you know let's do something uh, the crowd crowd and all wants a great match so we'll do one thing we'll forfeit one of our innings Mm-hmm. you know we'll turn it into a 90 over match kind of okay and uh, so nasir hussein was the captain back then he uh, so he went and talked to nasir hussein so he said no that's not happening what is this but later on while uh, south africa were batting they were you know a uh, lot of wickets were falling and all that so nasir hussein thought okay i'll i'll, I'll just try out and he made a note saying that you know if the score is uh, around like 250 260 we can have the game and cronier said okay fine so what happened was uh, south africa declared in 248 of 50 something and uh, they forfeited their second innings okay okay and uh, england declared their first innings at zero <laughs> and they played the m- match and uh, england won the match after the game uh, so like people started you know praising cronie for what he did because it was such a great deed you know for like if you look at it from a, a, a some some other point of view you'll be like you know just because he wanted to play the match you know get a result out hmm. of it he he did something so great but actually what was happening is like he, he was, was actually fixing the game he didn't get the charity thing like the charity thing never realized but uh, after the game he was paid like 30000 or 50000 dollars in uh, covered in one leather jacket mm-hmm. so he is called the leather jacket man now so that test was probed into and it was all, uh, also said that alex stewart was also involved in the thing but the uh, but there were like no uh, solid evidence so these were the matches which is said to be like uh, fixed by cronie mm-hmm. and uh, so he confessed to all that and he was given life ban and while the cbi was uh, looking into like indian uh, players who might be involved in the match 
this thing happened and azuruddin was uh, uh, probed into and uh, like uh, azuruddin kapil dev all the other people involved in the match fixing their houses were raided by the police and they found out like a lot of stuff which they wouldn't be able to uh, have if they had only been paid through you know what they uh, had played for yeah azuruddin had two penthouses one in bangalore one in uh, mumbai and uh, yeah you you must have heard about the watch story right the i think it's there in the movie too is it the yeah. thing where he pays 6 lakhs just like that yes. for one of the friends watches yes. or something yes yes yeah. yes so you can just watch the movie if you want to waste your time <laughs> i won't suggest and, yeah yeah <laughs> so after uh, cronier confessed uh, gibbs and uh, henry williams they got like 6 months ban from the match uh, from the game and hansi cronier was banned for life and uh, peter stridum right peter stridum yeah Pe- peter stridum he was acquitted acquitted actually because there were like no evidence against him mm-hmm. and uh, that's when the investigation uh, against the indian player started and uh, this went way back because uh, evidences suggested that like a lot of matches were fixed during the 90s mm. in which azuruddin and ajay chadeja nayan mongia and all were there so i started by saying that all this uh, thing came into light a little bit when manoj prabhakar he wrote an article uh, saying that someone paid him 25 lakhs to uh, you know fix a match right mm. so manoj prabhakar teamed up with telka to do a sting operation and get some light into this so there are a lot of tapes and videos which are circulating uh, in the internet uh, of the sting operation where he talks to uh, prominent players former players like R- ravi shastri uh, siddu and other prominent uh, leaders of the bcci so it all states uh, states that everyone says that azuruddin is the person who is involved prominently in the fixing game he they actually say that he is actually involved with uh, the underworld mm-hmm. and because if you remember sharja matches which was actually highly inv- influenced by the underworld and uh, so he was untouchable during that time uh, as per the investigations because uh, he had the protection which was required so whenever these uh, bookies wanted something to do with the match they just connect with azuruddin and tell them like what you uh, what they want you to do and uh, the same was with uh, uh, ajay jadeja he was like second in line azuruddin would go and tell ajay jadeja like i want this this things so we'll do this and uh, we'll uh, do accordingly what they want to do and the funny thing is ajay jadeja he would be like you know yeah we'll get that done and he'll get the money from the bookies and he'd use that money to bet on the game which he already know what's going to happen Okay. So he makes double profit. Yeah, double profit. So that's that's a kind of person he used to be. So <laughs> most of the matches during the nineties, we don't know if they're like actually playing or if they're trying to lose the match. And some of the examples are if you remember the match uh, where India outscored Pakistan, like uh, the the one in which we chased down three fifteen or something. Yeah, I remember that. Where Kanitkar hit a. Uh, for yeah in the uh, like second last ball so it is said that that match was actually fixed and azuruddin wanted us to lose so if you look at the sco- uh, scorecard there are like lot of uh, run outs and all that even ajay jadeja got run out i remember one thing about ajay jadeja is that every time we lose he'll still have a smile on his face i used to feel that oh this is a nice good spirited guy that you know even when he loses he is cool and all that stuff 
<laughs> but now I realize that the reason he was smiling was because he had a bag of money waiting for him at home. Back <laughs> exactly. Home, right? And I was talking to mom about that, uh, like fi- about fixing in general today while I was like researching. Not today, like few days back. And uh, she was like, yeah, I remember Ajay Jadeja having a smile. Now I know what what he was thinking about she used the word which i can't you know (laughs) say here (laughs) he always used to be smiling i i still remember we mentioning that when we were watching one of the game i mean most of the games we used to say such a nice guy you know even when we lose that's the attitude attitude you need to carry and all that stuff but you see now you understand the pain of a diehard cricket fan when all these kind of stupid things come out right yeah Actually, Azaruddin said that, you know, these are all these are all stupid allegations and I can uh, prove my innocence. So he's going to take legal action against it and all that. So Manoj Prabhakar, he finally revealed that uh, the person who uh, was ready to pay him 25 lakhs was Kapil Dev, the person who offered him money. <laughs> and uh, he was the coach back then. Uh, Indian coach and Tendulkar was the uh, captain and the funny part was Tendulkar actually didn't have any power (laughs) during this time and probably maybe uh, probably that's the reason why he has a very bad uh, captaincy record as well and uh, Manoj Prabhakar conducted this sting operation and uh, gained a lot of information through that Uh, you can check out check it out it's there in Tehelka TV uh, channel and uh, the final finding was that you know the people involved were uh, mostly Azruddin, Ajay Jadeja, Nain Mongia. And uh, there was this former player called Ajay Sharma who used to like connect uh, the players with the bookies. I can only imagine how difficult it would have been for Sachin, players like Sachin and Ganguly to win a match which their own teammates are deliberately trying to lose, right? So they had this double pressure. Uh, you know, on one side they have to play enough to win the match and on the other side... They have to make up for what their teammates are doing. And exactly, you know, exactly. And it said that uh, they knew from uh, like from the beginning that something like this is happening. And uh, I think there was this innings where uh, Sachin and Saurav they single handedly won the match for us. So prior to that, like the day before that, uh, India was supposed to lose that match. So Sachin is said to have a conversation with Saurav saying that, you know, uh, I heard that this match is being fixed. I think the match was against Sri Lanka or New Zealand. He asked Saurav, like, what should we do? What do we do? They came to the conclusion that, you know, we'll just bat for the entire innings. And they, like, single-handedly <laughs> got us the victory. So that kind of people were there. Even Rahul Dravid and Kumble said to be involved mm-hmm. in this, you know, foursome where uh, they were trying to, like, get rid of these people from Indian cricket. And, uh, yeah, Asuruddin, uh, he denied the allegations and he said that he'll uh, take legal action and, you know, prove his innocence. Uh, but the, the evidence were, like, two months that he was later on banned for life. Ajay Jadeja and Manoj Prabhakar were also banned from the game. And, uh, yeah, Nayan Monkia was uh, acquitted. I don't know why. Because there are, like, a lot of matches, the, the clips you can see for yourself, where... It seems like they are kind of deliberately doing such things. And I don't know why they can't find enough evidence for all these things. The thing is that, see, this is a thing with scandals, right? Once uh, you get to know that something like this is happening, you start doubting every other player. Anyone who drops a catch, anyone who gets out at, a, you know, taking zero, anyone who gets run out, you'll be like, um, looks like he's a, he's a part of the match-fixing scandal as well. I think that is one of the reasons that few of us started losing interest as well because you don't know what what is actual what is the 
proper game and what it what is a stage game right um i am sure that that wouldn't have been the end of all these things maybe they are becoming become more careful after all this match fixing thing came out it might still be happening you never know yeah yeah true that so the 2000 uh, match fixing scandal had the india south africa series mostly and in one of the matches uh, hansi kronie wanting the indian team to win he actually made a spin bowler to bowl you know the during the first 10 overs so even the bowler he said you know i was surprised when hansi kronie asked me to bowl during the first overs these days you have like spinners bowling during the first 10 15 overs a lot but back then it was something which never used to happen so even he was like confused when uh, he was asked to bowl uh, during the first 10 overs so that's the kind of you know there were like a lot of signs which were already there if you like look into it to see that something wrong was happening but the thing was it took a little bit of time to figure it out but the f- worst part is you know what happened to hansi kronie right yeah that was sad after all this yeah he did fix and all that things he did many wrong things um but it wasn't worth his life somehow he died under mysterious it was a mysterious thing right i mean he, he died uh, because of a plane crash? crash plane crash in 2002 crash. but uh, there are like speculations that he was murdered but we don't know uh, if it's true or not but that's what happened to him okay but look at what uh, the where the indian players who were uh, like who were alleged to fix and are right it, now and even before dying i don't think he had a peaceful night ever because no. he was he he regretted a lot about what had happened with him and his career and all that yeah as you said but on the indian side of things i still see ajay jadeja coming and giving his expert opinion on some of the matches today which kind of makes you think okay has justice been served or not let me stop you right there and add something to it like i've heard ajay jadeja talking about the spot fixing scandal which happened in ipl mm-hmm. like he giving his views on it Yeah he can give a view he's but, an expert in that area <laughs> but right But think about it he coming and scrutinizing someone for doing something he has already done Yeah it's the height of hypocrisy right I mean Yeah what else can you do And say? what happened to Azruddin he's an MP now Well I think he's in the right place <laughs> Yeah <laughs> And Manoj Prabhakar he was supposed to be you know he was banned for life to be like involved in any of these things but it was revoked later on and he actually he's actually coaching you know teams Mm-hmm. So these people are. What is he coaching teams to do? To to do match fixing, fixing. or to play <laughs> properly? Probably fixing. The funny thing is, Manoj Prabhakar is the one who is behind, you know, the investigation mm-hmm. because of the article he published in nineteen ninety seven. But in the end, he also got into the pile of yeah. The, I think stuff. It it can be either of the two things. One, he genuinely was not involved, mm-hmm. right? Then there is a huge, uh, you know, injustice done done to him. Second thing. he would have thought himself to be so clever that if he brings this whole thing out he might not be suspected right Get many people do it. that yeah some people just uh, bring out the the crime thinking that okay just because i am coming out and telling this people are not going to you know uh, put me on spot can be either of the two things yeah so uh, if he's guilty then he was involved okay but if he's not guilty you know there's another person who would be like heavily involved in this scandal which is kapil dev because mm. he said to be the one who has given uh, uh offered prabhakar 25 lakhs and there like lot of uh, instances where uh, he said to be involved but 
he's such a you know respected figure so i'm not blaming him or anything but if he's done that there are like possibilities where he can just get away with it probably yeah we don't know what kind of influences these people have but uh, yeah uh, like as mentioned in the tehelka sting operation i watched it so there was this uh, in, like interview with uh, siddu not an interview i mean while the sting operation was going on prabhakar asked him like you know you were there when it happened mm. like when he offered the money so uh, siddu was like you know i was there when he came to your room but then i left yeah. and the conversation happened when mm. uh, i was not there but the thing is when i came back you told me right away you told me so i, I don't know what to do mm. if no. i yeah so because he was not there when the conversation happened he cannot support him but the thing is right when he came back if prabhakar is saying you know again it can be one of the two things right yeah. either kapil dev has actually offered money to prabhakar and he, that is why he told siddhu at that time or it was all a part of this elaborate plan yeah. where they wanted to pinch you know they wanted to pin all these things on kapil dev as well yeah for which they you know used prabhakar as a bait not yeah bait yeah so if it's such an elaborate scheme right think about it like how much they must have prepared <laughs> of course it's not a small thing right you see cricket was a big thing cricket is still is a big big thing it's a it might be a billion dollar industry it's a, on its own mm-hmm. right so all these things that are happening behind the scenes it's like it's like a huge uh, syndic it's like a huge syndicate of crime which is you know kind of pulling the strings and yeah. stuff because they are making a lot of money out of this booking and stuff so it, it is like a properly planned crime right it's like a there's a mastermind who is planning all these kind of things so it's not a small thing it's not like we book, you know we placing bet for something it's like a huge organization working behind the scenes getting and recruiting all these players who might stand with them and making them do all these things you know uh, pulling the strings and all that stuff so it's an elaborate thing so yeah there are strong people behind all this yes uh, that's actually true so like most of the matches india pakistan matches used to be the one which used to be bettered on a lot and the fixing used to happen a lot the second one is like world cup matches and we had the ashes tests so these were like top 3 uh, matches which had a lot of fixing thing happening and there was this interview of ian botham which i watched and uh, he went on to say that uh, he got to know about one test match which had so much betting involved that almost like 1 billion dollars were transferred just because of betting and fixing Yeah, would have been an ashes uh, test match maybe we don't know probably but that's the extent people are ready to go for it but still you know you're playing for the country so you should be like concentrating on what you're supposed to do but money well that's is one factor which that, is like messing that is, up that is what hansi kronier said in his statement right his uh, love for the game was over- overcome by his love for money so yeah when the money is put on the table right you can never predict what Uh, that person psychology how it changes and all that <laughs> he used to call the betting you know fixing money jam money <laughs> jam money yes <laughs> the one with which he used to jam right <laughs> he got a life ban and two years down the line he died so well uh, once he received the life ban uh, the indian police they arrested mukesh gupta and uh, during his confession he said that there like lot of others who were involved in fixing and some of the names he gave were Brian Lara Dean Jones Alex Stewart Arjuna Ranatunga Arvind De Silva Martin Crow and Salim Malik 
actually salim malik was found guilty that's mm-hmm. another case but think about it if these many great players brian lara arvind de silva they all used to be some of the players we used to look up at now that that becomes even more uh, sad because there are so many good games that we have sat and watched and cheered for you know even teams other than india i used to watch every other game be it be it with between india and another country or even if it was without india there might be so many games that we watched and we have prayed for them and we have done a lot of you know we have been totally committed to those games now when you think about these things with all these different names coming up you never know which of those games were real games right most yes. of them would have been just a script everybody knew what is going to be the end they just played the script out and we were just sitting and watching like idiots uh, you know <laughs> not knowing it, all this it's such a sad thing to think about because you know it's like watching a movie well you just don't know that you're watching a movie yeah